A quick hello and we're good to go. Welcome to the show, Alexandra Tachalova. Oh, thank you very much, Jason. It's so nice to be here. And actually, I'm so happy to see you today. So we've been really, you know, the last time I saw it was like quite some time ago, right? So yeah. it's, it's really, it's, it's really, you know, kind of nice to reconnect with you as well. It, it's delightful. I, I, I really love chatting with you. And I did the Digital Olympus, um, I was going to call it a festival, but it's a conference a couple of years ago, <laughs> um, which was absolutely brilliant. And anybody who's watching this, go to the Digital Olympus conferences online or offline. They're absolutely brilliant. Talking of which, the first thing we have is your brand cert for Digital Olympus. And I've been tracking you <laughs> and watching this. And the problem is Olympus cameras Digital yes. Olympus cameras have dominated for years and years and years. And if we look at that brand, Serp Anton, you've now absolutely taken over. This yeah, it wasn't like that finally. a couple of years ago. Yeah, finally. <laughs> this is a great brand, Serp. Uh, with the green stuff is all you, and the red stuff is digital Olympus uh, or Olympus cameras that are digital. Um, and that's a huge achievement with something this ambiguous. And I've got my little brand message foghorn there. Uh, pointing out that you've got your brand message coming across incredibly clearly. Uh, and I've put some arrows in. Number one is that the digital marketing conferences seem to be important. So you get the rich site link with an image, which is beautiful. And then if you look down in the bottom right-hand corner, you can see all the related searches, including yourself, and also uh, Digital Marketing Europe, which is another conference. So Google's joining the dots between Digital Olympus, the company, the, the um, conference, and also, apparently, you've got careers at your company. Google sees and understands that people are looking to work for you, which is absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Um, and then if we go to the next one, if you click on your name, you get that, which is a beautiful knowledge panel. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. That's it's actually, it's from Entrepreneur, I think. Oh, it's now from HubSpot because it's always changing. It used to be for from another, you know, from another blog post, but right now it's from HubSpot is interesting it's always changing yeah i've been talking about this a lot to various clients but also people uh, i work with what happens is for the first year google will tend to rotate the description it chooses it will try to find the one that represents what it understands most about you and it's doing a b testing basically mm -hmm. and what then happens it, it will stabilize oh okay and if we'll you create see. a website for yourself you can potentially get the description to come from your own website, which is the ultimate aim. So you actually control it day in, day out. Well, actually, I started claiming this, you know, this knowledge basically panel, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's basically, it's not yet controlled by me, but I, I, I stopped somewhere. So I have to be back to this because whenever I start controlling it, I can actually tell what I want to see there, right? Yeah, you, you, can, you can't ask them to change the description source. But what you can do is if you click on the – I actually tried to claim it for you. I didn't try yeah, to claim yeah, it. I went through uh, yeah, to claim. That, that was what I was, you know, trying to do. But I just, you know, basically started filling in it and just, you know, basically decided to move to something else and then absolutely yeah. forgot. And you reminded it, it, me actually about this. Well, the thing is it's a horrifically long form and it's difficult mm -hmm. to fill in. And the person at Google will look at it and make a snap decision. The best thing to do is to create the entity home on your own website. Then mm -hmm. you claim it's through Search Console. Mm -hmm. oh, so, okay. So it, okay, it, got it. 
Yeah. So if you create the entity home, you get your description. It gets the 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 uh, entity home in the knowledge panel, and you can mm -hmm. claim it through Search Console, and you don't have to go through the Google employees. Ah, perfect. Okay. Oh, you Thank you very much for the tip. <laughs> and it, it, it's incredibly important for you, I think, to get the right description from your own website. But that's not the topic for today. The topic for today is link building. Oh, and before we get on to that, let's just have the quick sponsors. Um, you kindly sponsored the podcast a few months ago. Absolutely delightful. Right now, as always, produced in partnership with the wonderful team at Wordlift in Rome, Italy, who have the artificial intelligence you need to grow your traffic. And from our perspective at CaliCube, we're really pushing the idea that you can get your own knowledge panel, and we have a done-for-you service. We can get that knowledge panel for you in a few months, and that team is led by the wonderful Elisa. She has a whole CaliCube Pro team behind her who work and help her with that. And I'm super, super pleased with the work we've been doing for the clients we've got. Wonderful. On to links. Now, I was um, wondering, first of all, you're saying links are the foundation of your website or your site. Why should I build links is my huge question, which is totally open-ended. Well, I have to say that you don't really need necessarily to build them. You might be, you know, just, you know, so lucky enough to produce the right type of content, which is actually quite hard to do because you never know, right, what kind of content is going to turn into a really linkable asset. Because, you know, even though there are some... Um, types of content, right, that theoretically, technically should be and consider it as, right, linkable assets, not necessarily all of them, you know, turning into that type of content in terms of links uh, and so on. But as for me, right, uh, you know, some, some websites, right, uh, they have more linkable, linkable angles, right? So for instance, services cloud solutions, they naturally organically get a flow of links because if you compare services cloud solutions with the service businesses, right? Like agencies, they have way more chances to get links organically. So sometimes, right? Uh, you know, some businesses that they might not need such a big need, you know, to build links just right. to tell Google that we are doing this, you can associate us with that type of you know business and so on to create a solid footprint. So I, right. I would say that is the starting point. Oh, right. And we have a screenshot from Anton to show 2.3K backlinks for Cali Cube Tuesdays, which is pretty good going. Um, and, and that's the point. You were talking about assets rather than web pages or articles. It's also images and videos and pages with interviews like this. And 2.3K backlinks to CaliCube Tuesdays is pretty good going, but that's also because the guests link back to their episodes. So we've created it, linkable It's because assets. of relationships, right? So you, yes. instead of investing into building links, you're investing in building relationships, which in a traditional marketing was the way of getting recommendations. And in reality, links... They, they, you can consider them as recommendations, right? Whenever a website that has some authority and that is relevant to your niche, giving you a do-follow link, it's kind of recommendation, right? Yeah. And in the real world, right, you can get those recommendations by getting together with the right people, building with them meaningful relationships, and eventually get, you know, receiving those recommendations. So that is, that is very easy. 
Yeah, no, and building those relationships is a huge job. I mean, at CaliCube, we've got uh, three or four people working on that aspect of things, not full time. Um, and it's a huge, uh, what's the word? Uh, it takes a huge amount of time and resources. Investment. And investment, thank you very much. Um, and also being true to yourself. What, what we found is that the more we're true to ourselves, the better we tend to perform. Is that generally true? You mean uh, in terms of the number of links and, you know, what are the correlation in terms of the number of links and overall visibility of a website in Google? Or Oh, that, that's two different questions. You can start with that one, then we can come uh, back to my question. <laughs> so you've asked your you... own question to yourself, which is lovely. Okay. Can you please repeat then your question? Sorry, maybe I lost something. Oh, right. It, it was using basically in building relationships. It's building mm. relationships who are with people who are meaningful to us. Mm -hmm. in with a with a an approach that's very much our own personality so basically maria contacts people who've been on the show and talks to mm -hmm. them about the links in in her very personal voice and it works incredibly well yeah for sure that is you know the right way of you know building links right also a way of you know but, but one more time right you, you you have to be very very careful right here because mm. if you're going to approach people and asking for, for links too early, right? Then most probably it's not going to happen. So if you firstly need to bring some value and mm. then you can only expect to get a link back, which is going to happen more or less organically, I think, because people, if they are going to, you know, to, to value relationship with you, then they're going to, you know, to consider you whenever they're writing new content, right? I can't, mm. you know, the, the problem actually with links is also I can't really link back to something that I don't really know, right? right? So there might be tons of very good content, very decent ones, you know, well delivered, in depth, but I just don't really know about this content. And that is the main problem nowadays of, you know, of more or less getting links. Right. And so kind of my question then is that I'm asking you, if I'm asking you to give me a link, to invest your time to understand my content which is basically asking you to waste an hour or half an hour reading whatever I've got or watching the episode to see if it actually corresponds. So I'm not only asking you for a relational favor, but also investing your time, and your time is precious. Yeah, for sure. You know, whenever you get a request to link back to some, something that you don't really know, right, you, you kind of, you know, also people are lazy. You have to take this into consideration. No one really wants, right, to invest their time their hours uh, into really understanding what's written there so they they kind of use some kind of highlights i would say right so mm. very well they, they try to categorize everything right so having some things that help them understand this is this this is that right and mm. if they for instance they receive a pitch from a brand that they don't really know right never heard about from their niche then they google something about this brand, not really seeing anything decent that really captured their attention, then the most probably they say no, Ooh. right? Which, which, which makes me think, sorry to interrupt, but that means your brand SERP is incredibly important because they Google yes. your brand name. And if your brand SERP looks impressive, they dig deeper, they give you the link. So your brand SERP is actually a link magnet. Yeah, it's kind of your face. Oh. Yeah, depending on the face of your brand. Like. Yeah, <laughs> so kind of you know, basically, you you have to put the right makeup there to make it you know look 
very visual appealing. Oh, that's brilliant. So brand sets become even more important than they were 10 minutes ago. Um, I hadn't really thought of the fact that, I mean, I, I always say your prospects, your clients, investors, potential hires. Now I can say companies about to give you a link and that can be make yeah. or break for getting a link. Yeah, that is, that is, you know, always what I do. I start, you know, even like, you know, what I do with our potential clients, right? When I receive an inquiry from, from, from any company, what, where I start my journey, right? I start looking what kind of footprint they have just because I try to understand whether we are the right match to each other, right? Whether we can, you know, work together. Right. And that comes a lot to topicality. Yeah. You really focus on topicality. If somebody's or a company is within your topical sphere, it makes sense to you. And if they're not, it doesn't. Um, what? How do you feel about the new fashion in SEO to put outbound links? Because it used to be you don't put outbound links, you want to keep your link juice. And now it's you need to do the outbound links to prove that you know what you're talking about. How do you feel about that? Well, I think it, it it used to be quite stupid when it comes to not linking to other resources because it's preventing Google from basically crawling, you know, the Google crawlers from moving forward, basically. you, mm. And in some way, it might it might kind of backfire you because you doesn't allow Google crawler to, you know, to, to basically crawl the next websites, right? Continue the crawler's journey. So, and also... I don't really think, right, that you're really losing some side, you know, value, right, by, mm. by, by, by giving links to the pages that you are confident of, right, that are making sense. Because you, besides, you know, having, uh, you know, links that are pointing out to your website, the right ones, quality ones, mm. that sh should be the same because there, there are, you know, two, two things that you have to keep in mind. Besides having the right referring domains, you also have the right outgoing links mm. just because it's kind of your neighborhood, right? So right. those brands, right, recommend me and I recommend basically, you know, the, the, the other brands. And I don't really think anyone is losing, you know, any link juice. Right. Uh, that, that thing about reciprocal links, which is traditionally seen ah. as a bad thing because Google gets upset, is that a thing or not? That is tricky. Well, in, in, hmm. in the real world, right, if I have a relationship with someone else, the, the genuine one, right, non-financially non oh. supported in some way, so we, we kind of, you know, like each other and support each other. Like, for instance, hmm. I have a business partner, right? And we, we kind of, you know, supporting each other, but we don't have, we don't really pay each other commissions or something like that. And it's quite natural that I recommend them and they recommend me. And that is reciprocal, right? Yeah. But we don't do recommendations at the same time because right. it's not possible, right? But when it comes to reciprocal links, the main problem with them that they're happening at the same time because, okay. because you, you're kind of establishing a deal, right? Saying like, you know, you give me a link and I want a link back. And no yeah. one w wanted to be fooled, right, in this situation. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's suspicious. Right? Yep, yep. For sure, because you don't really know this person, right? Because if, if you if, if we imagine the situation when you know each other, then links 
won't happen at the same time, right? You are not going to push anyone and put under, you know, any kind of requirements like, you know, I put my link today and you have to put your link today as well, right? So that mm. won't be that type of relationship. But whenever you establish a deal with a person you don't really know well and so on, you want it to happen. You know, you want to close this deal in that way. And when you right. have a few links, right, that are basically deleted in that way, there is no issue, with, you know, behind this. Okay. But when so, you want to scale this, that is ooh. the problem, right? We are talking about 20 links per month delivered in that way. And all the links, you know, reciprocal, they are appearing at the same time on both websites. And Google sees this, right? The Clara sees right. this, like, that is not good. That is a pattern. Right. And, it's, and the one thing that an algorithm can spot is a pattern. And I think kind of people who think that they can outsmart it by creating chaos. Human beings are chaotic. The internet is completely chaotic. Any pattern on the web, the, the Google bots and the Google algorithms will spot it because it's not chaotic. And we can't create chaos on purpose, which is a delightful uh, concept. And, and from, from that perspective, for you doing it at a scale because you're an agency is a huge problem. You mean like uh, creating links on a scale on a general note or creating some particular types of links? Um, I kind of just thought if you've got all these different clients, you need loads, hundreds, thousands of relationships to be able to then come back and say, well, well here's an opportunity. And so you're then, if I understand correctly, presenting mm. it as an opportunity to the linker when you have a linky who's interested. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, we were actually just, you know, throughout the last, well, almost five years, we've been able to establish relationships with more than 700 websites. So we know right. editor there. And but but we have over 20 link builders, right, that are working yeah. on this. So basically, we do a lot of outreach, right. And that that is how we operate. So basically, we deliver a link that you can't really buy because websites mm. where we acquire links, they, they, they are not interested in selling things. They have their services or products, so they operate in a different way. Right. So, sorry, just, just occurred to me, your link, mm. the people you say are link builders are, in fact, link relationship managers. Well, yeah, but it's way easier to say link builders because whenever I say link relationship builders, it's, what are that, right? What are that? Creating yeah, no, some I, love? <laughs> I make the terrible mistake of inventing new sentences, phrases, and, and words, and then people don't understand what I'm talking about. And uh, the CaliCube team are currently trying to coach me back to talking about things in terms that people understand. We have a, a system at CaliCube, this is on a very small level, obviously, uh, of what we call Friends of CaliCube. And Digital Olympus are part of that. And basically, everyone in, in CaliCube is aware of the list of people and companies with whom we are mutually supportive, re reciprocal relationship. And so the idea is that, that then you get included in different pieces of content with or without a link, different social media. Um, from a, from a, a, an individual company perspective, that's a, a good approach. It seems to be working. Yeah, for sure. It's just, you know, basically creating some meaningful content, right, using social yeah. media channels, right, social media platforms to promote it. That is one of most probably the easiest way to increase the chances of getting links back to this content, which is not necessarily what, what, what might happen, right? So there is no guarantee that it's mm. going to happen, 
But for sure, the more people know, you know, one more time, there is a simple formula, right? The more people are aware of your content, right? The, the more chances, you know, you're increasing the chances. It's more about possibilities, right? Mm. And that is the reason why well-known brands, right? They receive a lot of oh. links organically just because that is just about chances formula, right? Right. So the, the 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 smaller the brand is, the the limited uh, the very limited chances, right? This brand has in order to acquire truly meaningful links, right? The one that will be coming from um, website that uh, have already established some yeah. presence, right? The one that are going to send topical and uh, you know some some SEO benefits at the same time. Right, yeah, and then that's kind of being top of mind. A big company is going to be top of mind. A small company like Calicube is less likely to be top of mind for something generalist like SEO, but much more for brand subs and knowledge panels. Is niching down a really good way of getting links? I think yes, but the problem here, and we've been you know, into a few chats with clients about this, that whenever you go very laser targeted, right, in terms of your niche, then mm -hmm. you're facing the following problem, that uh -oh. all around you, uh, the ones that really can link back to you are your competitors. <laughs> right, okay, good point. Yeah, Ooh. so basically, it's kind of, you know, that is very stupid, right? Especially when it comes to, you know, bigger topics like finance-related ones, right? Mm. Whenever we talk about some tools that help you automate some business, like invoicing or something like that, eventually, more or less, even though they might do different, you know, aspects and different flows and automate different parts of your finance management, expect management, eventually they want to rank for the same set of keywords. Right. And basically, they don't really want to link back to you just because they are going to create cannibalization in SERPs, right? They are going to help other brands to rank better, and as a result, they're going to create competition additional. Okay, well, wonderful. That brings me to my next question, which is commercial versus um, informational content. Uh, you kind of think, I need to get links to my commercial content. Nobody wants a link to it. And as you said, especially not your competitors. Um, how, do you, how do you master that? Well, that is very tricky. Some pages, even though they are commercial, commercials, uh, they might have um, more, I would say, like you know, possibilities, link and angles, mm -hmm. and so you have you you might be more successful at pitching them. For instance, uh, because they still receive some links organically, I would say. So, for instance, features pages of services cloud solutions. You can link back to this page whenever you explain something, talking about this tool and so on, mm. right? So this page, technically, right, can receive a link. But then let's take commercial pages of an agency. What the point of linking back to this page? Mm. What, what do you want to explain that. saying that, okay, those guys are extremely expensive. Take a look at them. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yep, oh, they, they have a ridiculous process of, uh, I don't know, educationally building. So it, it, it kind of, you know, I, I, I could hardly imagine, right, that someone really wants and have a strong necessity, mm. uh, a desire of linking back to such pages. So that is right, the main um, problem. 
you talk about three things there. One is necessity to link to, desire to link to, and the other is linking angles. You obviously look at a page and you think, what are the angles I can use to get a link to this page? So you're looking at it um, in different from different perspectives, and then you approach the site and saying, here's the perspective that makes sense for your page yeah. to link to that one. Yeah, for instance, we, we have one client right there from the real estate niche and they want to, you know, they want to get links to their commercial pages, category pages, but yeah, they have some listings right there of some offers, right? Some houses, but then they created a map there basically on, on, on kind of on, on, on the left side of the page, right? Where you can see, uh, how you know the, the 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 basically the different ranges in terms of offers right in different areas and compare them mm -hmm. in the same city right. so you can okay. see this this part of this is extremely expensive this is you know a little bit cheaper and that creates actually lincoln angles for sure right you can tell an editor okay look even though i understand that is a category page but the main you know the main um, value of this is that it has, you know, this map where you can basically compare different offers and say like this part of Miami, right, is extremely expensive. But if you go downside, it's going to be three times cheaper. And that is something you can easily link to, right? And that is going to be valuable for readers as well. Right. Okay. Well, that, that's really interesting. From one, I'm going to give a message to uh, the team, Jean Marie, and Maria is that, although we have a map from Anton, is that the we, we've created topic pages which we're building up as hub pages. Those are imminently linkable because it's a great resource. Google have said they're looking for hub pages, and I think to link to a hub page that says here's an immense chunk of information that if you link to this, then the people go there and then they're spread out into the web to research deeper. It's a research page. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. It, it might be deleted in that way as well. So oh, it's, sorry, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm doing totally selfish a bit of uh, picking your brains <laughs> to understand whether those hub pages, topic pages are going to be useful. My next question was closing the current link gap. I mean, it, that's what everybody obsesses about. It's, I have a link gap with my competitor. I'm envious mm -hmm. of my competitor. How do I close that gap? Oh, that is a very interesting question because basically whenever you look at a link gap, right, you have to take into consideration only meaningful links because you can like mm. at a particular domain, right, and it might have over 2,000 referring domains, right, for instance. But out of which, if you're going to filter everything out, like, you know, take into consideration the ones, let's say at least, that have a decent domain rating, like starting from 30, let's say, and some traffic starting from 1,000, at least, organic, then you will be amazed uh, how few, yeah. in reality, out of all yeah. this web spam you're going to see. Because I've been actually, you know, analyzing very, quite recently, very competitive keywords, right, related to corporate business cuts and so on. And so, you know, honestly, out of, and, you know, at, whenever I was looking at just, you know, at numbers, right, the number of referring domains that each page that is ranking at the top 10 results in Google, right? Has, it, it was looking like, oh, that is extremely competitive. But when we are just, you know, experts at everything, filter out all, you know, crap pages, then I ended up with two, three, you know, meaningful links. So right. that is, 
you know, that is about, you know, and you have to, you know, basically be very careful um, when it comes to, and also, you know, you can go deeper, right? Besides just looking at those sites parameters, you can look also the quality of websites, right? So whether they represent real brands, and that is very easy, actually. For this, I use SEMrush. So I just look at the branded traffic. So if right. a website Ooh, has smart. branded traffic, right? Then yeah. it's a brand. If right. a website doesn't have a branded traffic, then Google doesn't consider this as a brand. And you should too, most probably, right? Because that yeah. is, you know, that is how search engine works. Oh, brilliant. That's a really good piece of research. And it gives another good reason to build your brand set up to be beautiful, because if you've got branded traffic, you want to look great to those people. I'm obviously totally, totally one trick pony obsessed by brand SERPs, And I do apologize. Uh, you say link building can't solve your business problems. Do, do people truly think that links are going to solve their business problem? Yes. Well, that is very <laughs> With <a> funny. Sigh. <laughs> I mean, they, they, they think that, you know, basically i don't know they have lame content right honestly right. you know to be to be very i mean like um I, I value each and every effort right i just don't really want to say that uh, you know i i don't really appreciate people work or something like that but sometimes the quality of content is is, is extremely questionable right mm. and they don't really want to put an effort in terms of analyzing SERPs, right? Looking at what is currently, you know, ranking well and trying to understand what they can do with their content in order to make it competitive enough, right? Because if you, okay, technically, right? Technically, you can close any gap with the help of links just because Google still, you know, basically values links and mm -hmm. still counts them, right? If you build meaningful ones, but then we might talk about hundreds of links, and that is a huge investment. You have to have a huge budget. And is it really worth it, right? That is my question. So, yeah. and the same about service pages, okay. By some reason, you don't really get enough leads, right? You, you are not really, you know, building a holistic brand. Uh, you are not really, you know, I don't know, investing in your social media channels, something like that, building relationship with other industry brands and so on. So you decided to put, you know, to put all your bets on Google Sharps, right? And saying like, you know, no matter what I want to rank, uh, I don't know, well, a lot of actually agencies also come and ask to make the, their service pages ranking well in Google Sharps. Mm. And... I always explain the following that, okay, it's technically it's doable, but that is a huge budget, a lot of competition. You know, you have to outrank some uh, websites that are historically ranking extremely well and they have more authority and so on. But beside that, it's very risky because, okay, tomorrow Google announces that uh, they want to remove all commercial pages from their service because they're bringing zero value to users, which is true, okay. Then what's next? What's mm. happening with your pages? What's happening with your investment, right? Mm. And time to time, it's always happening. If you look at very competitive search, you will notice that some websites, right, that used to rank extremely well by their commercial pages, they are getting, you know, ups and downs. And mm. it's always happening, right? Because Google always, you know, revelates SERPs. So that is the problem. I think it's just, you know, sometimes it's not really worth it. I would say. Right. 
because the results honestly quite unpredictable while the investment and effort that everyone has to put in mm. it including us because i hate doing you know the work that is not going to bring some traction right yeah. so that is not going to move the needle what the point of this work no point so i also you know kind of very concerned right uh, about this and that yeah. is the reason why i always say okay let's think over there one more time right maybe okay if you don't believe me that th th there is a lot of you know there is way more um possibilities right to make uh, your pages content pages ranking better right generating this traffic and converting this traffic let's take a mix of pages right content mm -hmm. and commercial and then you know start measuring the results and then you you are going to see right how you know links um are going to affect your content pages because with commercial pages it's basically you can even build 100 links and don't see anything right because of the okay. competition right which yeah, which is a very clear message um yeah, be smart build the content that people want to link to build relationships and everything's fine don't put all your eggs in the link basket as we yes. would say which brings us to um saying thank you very much alex that was absolutely brilliant and we're going to introduce next week with passing the baton and if you want to save your business how to make five to ten percent extra sales on autopilot uh irene is going to be talking all about how to make more sales to your existing clients rather than focusing so much on acquiring new leads could you pass the baton please alex Yeah, absolutely. I encourage you to join um Irina's um session and to learn more about how you can motivate your existing customers to basically to generate more money money back to your business. Brilliant. Wonderful. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh thank you Anton behind the scenes. Thank you Alex. Thank you everyone for watching. Uh see you next week with Irina. A quick goodbye to end the show. Thank you Alexandra. Thank you very much Jason it was such a pleasure being here today It was great thank you Cali Cube It's all about your brand serp